Are you ready to step out of your comfort zone, realize your true worth and capabilities, and be the girl who decided to go for it? Hi, I'm Haley, creator of Knowledge and Empowerment Community and Platform for Women, The Daily Pretty, and I'm all about gratitude, good vibes, and girl power. On Be The Girl podcast, we cover topics across career, wellness, business, mindset, entrepreneurship, and lifestyle. We get real about how to realize your goals, dreams, and aspirations through conversations jam-packed with real-life experiences and advice that is relatable and actionable, straight from women who are living it and they want to share it all with you. Each episode will give you actionable steps, tips, tools, and resources that you can realistically implement to work for you, whatever you are manifesting and cultivating. Welcome to the Be The Girl Squad, because we've got this and we've got just what you need on Be The Girl. Hi guys, and welcome back to Be The Girl podcast. To finish off season two, I thought it was really relevant to reshare my chat with Jessica from Project Love Co. On this episode, we talk all about my personal journey and experience navigating limiting blocks. For instance, I could never be a guest on someone's podcast. Why are they asking me? To creating this very podcast that you're about to listen to and my advice for those who may be experiencing this themselves. So what you will learn from this episode is what inspired me to create The Daily Pretty. Was it always a dream to start a blog and a business? What I struggled with most starting the business and how I overcame these early challenges, being new to the blogging world, how I set myself up for success every single day while working full-time, the limiting blocks that I struggled with and how I overcame them and how I continue to do so because there's new things popping up every single day, tips on increasing self-worth and confidence, how to make sure we aren't basing our identities and our self-worth on the number of likes we get on social media, organization hacks and tips that have worked well for me personally, and what self-love means to me. Plus, there's three rapid-fire questions as well included in the episode. I really enjoyed speaking to Jessica about these topics, and I do often get asked a lot of these questions just through DMs and emails, so I thought it would be uh, really good to to share this on uh, the Be The Girl podcast platform as well as it being over on Project Love Co. I hope that you enjoy this episode, and all of Jessica's details are also linked in the episode notes. Let's get straight into it. And thank you so much for listening to Be The Girl podcast. We'll be back for a bigger and better season three very soon. Starting a business is an amazing experience and journey, but it can also bring to surface many limiting blocks that you may not know were there, such as confidence and self-worth, to name a couple. So how do you navigate them to avoid letting them stop you from achieving your goals and dreams? Tune in to find out. So without further ado, let's jump on in. Hey there, I'm your host, Jessica Fergon, and I am passionate about doing the inner work needed to reach your goals. Let me be your guide as we navigate all the fears and insecurities that surface when it's time to step outside of your comfort zone. Along with my knowledgeable guests and industry experts, I'm here to teach you how to reawaken your life purpose and passion and create the steps to turn your intentions into action. 
Ultimately, my goal is to empower you to rise above those blocks holding you back and start living a life that you are worthy and deserving of. So come on, it's time to slow down, find a comfy spot with your favorite organic tea and get inspired. Thank you for tuning in to the Love Unplugged podcast. Hello loves, today I am joined by the lovely Haley Payne, entrepreneur, host of Be The Girl podcast, and founder of The Daily Pretty, a digital destination for women to empower, motivate, inspire, and inform through collaboration, sharing stories, advice, lessons learned, plus skills and resources that can be utilized and implemented throughout their daily lives. So welcome, Haley. I am just so honored and so excited to have you as my guest, and I can't wait to learn all about your story and advice. But before we start, for those that don't know you yet, I would love for you to share a little bit about you. Hi, Jessica. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Uh, of course. So as you mentioned, uh, my name's Haley, and you mentioned sort of what, what I've been up to and what I'm doing. Um, and I'm based in Australia. And yeah, so basically, I've, I've had a corporate career um, most of my professional life. Um, and then back in sort of late 2018, I sort of felt like I wanted wanted more and I wanted to sort of share my experiences um, with other women out there, modern women doing amazing things and share, wanted to create this platform. Um, so that's what I did and it's been an in- incredible journey and, and learning curve and, yeah, such an amazing experience. So, yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing and a little snippet of how it started and why. Awesome. So I'd love to dive in a little bit deeper um, with the Daily Pretty. How did that come to be? What inspired you to create it? Was it like a pivotal moment where the, you know, just had a light bulb come on and you're like, oh, I I need to move in this direction? You know, did you always want to be an entrepreneur or was that kind of something brand new that you were navigating? It was definitely brand new. (laughs) Um, Yeah, sort of in in that late 2018 um I'd sort of gone through without sounding too dramatic a a bit of a personal uh transformation where I've I went through a period where I was feeling quite unfulfilled in my career and then that was sort of started affecting me personally and I was starting to question my abilities and what I was able to achieve in my career um and it was mostly due to the role I was in at the time. So I decided to take some steps to change that, which I did. Um, and then when I did that and actually moved into a role that I felt was, you know, that I was, I guess, worthy of and was true to my uh, abilities um, with, and my experience, I had kind of, yeah, I guess this light bulb moment of this feeling of empowerment and um, I thought, you know what, uh, it, the time is now, the time is, because I'd, I'd kind of been toying with the idea of of starting um, something like The Daily Pretty for a while and I kind of just sat on it and then, yeah, the, I, I realised this is the time. Um, you've just gone through this experience yourself so it's time to, to do it and put it in place and see how it goes and that's what I did. and. Look, to be honest, it was so many learning curves. Like I'd never, you know, I've worked in corporate. My skill set isn't in marketing or design. Um, but in saying that, 
I am a creative person as well. So I really loved exploring that side because I don't do so much of that in my career. Um, so yeah, that's that's how it kind of started and that that was definitely the light bulb moment or what yeah, what inspired me to start the Daily Pretty. I love that you said that, you know, in your corporate world, you know, the marketing piece and the design piece weren't really something that you dabbled in. So that was completely brand new to you, stepping into owning your own business and now having to understand and do the work in those areas, because myself included, I had no experience in that area whatsoever. So now you're being thrown in as an entrepreneur into all these different areas of your business that you maybe just didn't have any experience in and you're being forced to understand it and be able to learn it. So what was that like for you coming into those areas that were completely unknown and having to figure it out? It was definitely interesting. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I think the biggest thing I tried to make sure that I did is I just took one step at a time. Like I just was really, I guess, kind to myself and went and sort of really said to myself, you know, don't expect to be an expert in any of these areas. You're just starting out. There's things that you're going to have no idea about, but that's okay. Like that's part of the journey. That's part of learning and probably why I set out to do it in the first place for that little bit of a challenge, personal challenge and and learning new things. So it was definitely, yeah, interesting, challenging, probably at times frustrating. <laughs> um, <laughs> but as I mentioned, yeah, I wouldn't change a thing because it, it's definitely part of learning and what do they say, the the journey is the best kind of part. It's it's not the end point. The journey mm-hmm. is the best part. So, um, but I guess advice I would give for anyone who's sort of thinking of starting something and there's all of these areas that they have no idea about, like that's okay. No one truly knows everything about everything and we have our strengths and weaknesses. So just use that to your advantage and be willing to kind of accept that some things are going to be harder than others um, and ask for help when you need it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Um, so many times I've heard people say that they don't want to start something until they know everything about it. But the thing mm. is, you're never going to know everything about everything, right? Like, don't let that be a reason for you to hold up the process of beginning whatever you're wanting to begin, right? And everything is like researchable, right? (laughs) Is that even a word? Um, But like Google is your best friend. Reach out to people like through Instagram or um, anybody that you find on the internet that might be an expert in that area and, you know, see if they have courses or resources. Like there's so much information available at our own fingertips now that we, you will be able to figure it out as you go. You don't need to have it all figured out right from the onset. Absolutely. And, you know, <laughs> but it's you're going to continue every day to have things pop up that you're like, I've got no idea what this is or how to do this. or And that's okay. Like, I like how you said, you know, we'll never have everything all figured out, but that's okay. And, you know, it's easy to fall into that comparison trap particularly with social media where you're looking at other people and you think oh they've got it all together they must know how to do everything and reality is probably not they don't 
So, um, yeah, and we have so many resources easily available now. Um, So just be willing to kind of put in the work and the time to be able to figure stuff out, get the right um, resources that you need and nine times out of ten it'll you'll figure it out and when you do and you actually put it into action you you'll look at it and go wow I did that and that's that's a pretty cool feeling yeah it's a process of building that self-confidence when you do achieve those things absolutely now what did you struggle with most starting your business and how did you overcome it whether it be you know, those certain aspects of the business that you just didn't know, or maybe it was like limiting blocks or things like that? Um, I think when I first started out, like I definitely had a creative vision for the Daily Pretty in terms of what I wanted it to look like and feel like and what I wanted it to do for the community. Um, So those things I kind of had pretty clear But I think the biggest thing for me was when I actually sat down and thought about how I'm going to create this platform and what I want it to consist of. Um, The first thing was definitely the blog. That was sort of the first thing that that we did, which is a pretty natural starting point when you're building a, a digital platform. But then from there, I kind of that was it for a while because I kind of really wasn't sure what direction I wanted to take it in and I'm glad that it's it's gone the way it has and of course that took time and planning and reviewing and and all of those things that you do um, but yeah I think that was definitely the biggest the challenge was deciding kind of the next direction I was going to take it in in terms of the pla- growing the platform. Gotcha. Now, what do you do to set yourself up for success? So whether it be morning or evening routines that really help you stay focused, or if there's certain things that you do throughout the day to help you stay on target with everything that you need to accomplish. I think the biggest thing I do when I'm heading into a new week and trying to structure it as best I can is on a Sunday afternoon I'll do this thing and I call it hour of power (laughs) where I'll just sit down for an hour it doesn't have to be a whole hour if I'm kind of pretty good and I know what's happening for the week and I'll just sit down and literally map out the week um, what I've got on what's happening plan things out um, even kind of do up my master um, task list so then on Monday I can you know sit down and I uh, refine that and work out like my top top three for the day um, so that's definitely helped me a lot because I still work full-time as well so it just helps me yeah get that focus so when I wake up Monday morning I don't feel overwhelmed with going into the office but then also doing these other things um, and it also helps me to plan you know, put things in place and plan it out so that I can use my time most efficiently. And if I start my Monday in that frame of mind, I definitely find the week flows a lot better. So that's probably the the biggest thing that I do, um, you know, pre-heading into Monday. I try not to let it overrun my (laughs) Sunday afternoon. So I limit (laughs) it. I definitely limit it. Um, But then I just feel a lot better, I find, heading into the week. I'm on the same page as you, basically. I work a day job as well, full time. So having 
the podcast and a side hustle just like you, I mean, you have to be on it. You have to stay organized and you have to plan out your week and you have to focus on your top three every day and things like that so that you're able to get everything done because it's hard. Like, I don't know if I'm the only one, but like, I feel like my day job, sometimes I'm like mentally drained by the end of the day and I'm like, oh, how am I going to do this? And if I wasn't organized and already set up for success with knowing exactly what I needed to do, there's no way that I would be able to sit there and be like, okay, so what do I need to do now? It would be like Netflix and TV, like food, right? Like I'd be done for the day. (laughs) Definitely. And I find uh, when I do have days like that, that's okay too. Like it's not the end of the world. Like Mm -hmm. I remember early on, I was pretty hard on myself and I'd be very like, no, you've got to push through and do this and this you've got a deadline or you must do that. Or And it really didn't serve me because I'd end up finding myself just completely exhausted and um, the, the quality of what you're actually putting out there for your community probably wasn't that great. So mm-hmm. um, sometimes you're better off just going, you know what, if I just don't do that right now and put it off or re- reschedule that or um, the outcome's probably going to be better. So, but that's that's tough too when you're really passionate about something and you're trying to juggle everything, and you've got this this sort of you know driving passion behind you. It can be difficult to do that as well. So, um, it's all Definitely. about yeah, it's all about just trying to balance it out the best you can, which is easier said than done. But <laughs> definitely, you know, I. Yeah. You're always trying to achieve all these things because you're so passionate about this business. So you have all these goals and whatnot, and you want to move it forward and all that stuff. But even with myself, I found myself in my goal setting and whatnot, always coming back to being like, is this realistic? I need to be more realistic with what I I want to achieve daily or weekly or monthly so that I'm not overwhelming myself and setting myself up for failure right off the bat. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. You're always going to have those nights, like you said, where you're just, you can't do it. It's not going to happen. You need to take that night off. You need to have that flexibility in there. Mm. And I've definitely found, um, you know, if I did push myself, it would probably take me twice as long to complete the task (laughs) at hand. And then afterwards I would think, why did I just force myself to do that? It took me twice as long. I got really frustrated because I wasn't feeling in the right headspace. I should have just put it aside, you know, and then come back to it when I was feeling fresh. Or um, So, yeah, I definitely do that a lot more now um, than mm-hmm. I did at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun how much you learn as you go, right? And you're, you show yourself a lot more grace down the road. Definitely. <laughs> Now, have you ever struggled personally with limiting beliefs or a negative mindset in your business? You know, has it been the comparison or imposter syndrome or um, feeling like you're not enough or anything like that? A hundred percent, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this is this is really interesting because it's a big part of the platform and and what we talk about with other women and when they share their stories this comes up a lot and I definitely I think it's it's a big part of what inspired me to start 
the platform, but then also through the journey, it, I found it's popped up so many times. Um, but the reality is when a challenge now presents itself or something new or um, like I remember early on, someone asked me to be on their podcast and I was absolutely terrified. I, I thought, oh, I can't do that. There's no way I could be on someone's podcast. Like, why are they asking me what, you know, all of these terrible, horrible thoughts that we give ourselves, um, whereas truth is I should have just went, yeah, sure, and went for it. And then afterwards, you know, what I would have learned from that experience um, would have been amazing. So next time that happened, I said, Haley, you're saying yes and you're going to do it and it's going to be an amazing experience. And it was. So, um, yeah, I definitely have experienced that. And if anyone else is, you're not alone. And, yeah, I think the best thing we can do to ourselves, for ourselves, sorry, is um, if it is something that, you know, obviously is relevant to you and you are interested in and you think it is going to benefit those listening or whoever's going to um, consume what you're putting out there, um, just have a go. Just put it out there and and learn from the experience. And in the end, in the long run, it's just going to help you grow and um yeah, you'll definitely take a lot more benefit from that experience than if you hadn't have done it in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I love that you brought that up. I, I mean, with a podcast, it's it's good to have guests on your podcast, but definitely, you know, pitching yourself to other podcasts to appear on them is going to help as well grow your business and your podcast and whatnot. And now I'm also in that similar place where. I have to pitch myself to other podcasts and it's hard. It's hard kind of going into that sales mode and, you know, pumping yourself up a little bit and sharing that, that request with other people and, you know, feeling like, okay, am I enough? Like, am I, am I good enough to like, do I have a valuable story to share? Like, is anybody going to benefit from this? Like, I don't know. I feel like this, the whole pitching thing for me is something that I've struggled with as well. Exactly. Cause it's a whole other situation to working on your business or your side hustle yourself. It's, it completely flips it around. Cause then you're actually out there. Like you say, it's almost like, yeah, you're going into, um, selling mode essentially mm-hmm. um even though selling can be a bit of a dirty word sometimes <laughs> yes. but um yeah essentially that's that's what you're doing you're putting your best foot forward and you want to show that value that you bring um through your work or through your business or your side hustle and you want that to shine and you want that to be what people take away um so that they're interested and they want to go see they want to learn more and they want to explore it and yeah all of that kind of thing Mm -hmm. now what are your thoughts on how we can increase our self-worth and confidence so that we're able to show up in our business and be able to go after those big goals or you know pitch ourselves things like that this is another one that we definitely explore a lot um and i know a lot of women it is something that they are challenged with and I think 
Honestly, I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all answer because everyone's different and everyone's in a different stage of their lives and working on different things and priorities and goals are different. But if I had to sort of say from my own experience, definitely, first of all, just don't be too hard on yourself. Like, um, Take that approach and mindset of just being a little bit kinder to yourself, I think is a really good starting point. And I think today I'm definitely um, guilty of it is not taking the time to actually pause and recognize what you have just achieved or or even if you're working on a big project, if you hit a milestone, um, actually pausing and going, wow, like I'm halfway through this project. That's amazing. Or yes, I've just ticked off that massive um, goal or that that priority um, and just relishing in that a little bit more because I think we all, because life is so fast paced and um, mm-hmm. like we mentioned, Jessica, we're always looking for the next goal or thing we want to achieve, but really just taking time to to recognize what you have achieved and give yourself a little pat on the back and go such a long way for that self-worth, um, self-love kind of thing that we all need to make sure that we're giving ourselves. That's such a great reminder. You know, so many of us, I hear it all the time, are just moving on to the next and totally disregarding what we just accomplished. And whether it's small or big, I mean, you need to take the time to acknowledge the work that you've put in and what you've accomplished. I think it's so important to do that. And I think too, like even if you just do it um, on a time basis, like I know this year there's been a lot of change for a lot of people and things haven't gone to plan and it's been an absolutely crazy time. Um, And, you know, we're heading into the last half of 2020 so it's easy to sit there and go oh I haven't done half the things that I'd planned and this has happened and that's happened but just flip that around and kind of say okay well that didn't go to plan but this is what I made happen instead or this is how I adapted or changed and this is where I am now versus where I was in January and that's that's pretty amazing um you know and kind of just take stock of uh, the environment around you, your operating environment, and um, the new challenges that you've had to overcome because so many people have had to overcome all of these new set of challenges and to still be in a good mindset and position and feeling like you're, you're doing well and you're happy within yourself, then that within itself is an achievement, I think. So, just little things like that, I think, go a long way. Definitely agree with that. Now, you seem like a goal setter, <laughs> given you've mentioned goals and your three most important tasks and whatnot. So I would love to learn what your process is for defining what your goals are and how you stay on top of that action plan to achieve them. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think previously my goal setting (laughs) was probably a little bit more haphazard. I definitely knew I'd always have a picture in my mind of the next thing or what I wanted to do. Um, But then starting the daily pretty, so I'm talking sort of um, pre-TDP days just through my career. Um, But now 
definitely I've had to be a lot more, um, I guess, structured in the way that I do the planning and goal setting. Um, So what I'll do, I'll simply just do, um, first of all, I guess, like a brain dump. So I'll get a blank piece Mm -hmm. of paper. I'll just literally write everything down and then I'll condense it into actual tangible um, headings, I guess. And then I will kind of prioritize those different um, topics. And then from there, I'll then break each one down and sort of prioritize um, time, you know, when when I plan to do that, how long it's going to take, um, urgency, resources, um, cost, all of those things. Um, but then I think the main thing that I'll do with any goal setting is, um, particularly with TDP is what's the benefit this is going to bring to our community? What's, yeah, how are they going to respond to this and how is it going to help them um, in their daily lives? Because that's kind of our brand mission and what we always come back to. So once I get clear on that, then that's when I go into sort of the the detail and the more operational aspect of completing um yeah, a new project or even if it's just more like BAU type tasks. Um, yeah, so that that's it. And I'm <laughs> like everyone I use, you know, all of the Google Calendar and all of those, but I still definitely come back to pen and paper, my planner, um, my to-do list. I still write everything down because that's just how I'm wired and I find that's how I feel like I'm on top of things. Mm-hmm. And when I can tick things off, it's having that um, that pen and paper, which is actually a, a project that we're about to kick off with something, a new product that we're that I'm working on. So stay tuned. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear about that. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with the pen to paper. I'm the same way. I have a lot of stuff in Google Docs and Sheets and whatnot, but when it comes to like your to-dos and all that type of stuff and like brain dumps, the lists are always on paper. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. I need to see it visually, I guess, like in my head. (laughs) And ticking things off is like, oh, it's the best thing ever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love it. Very satisfying. Yeah. (laughs) So simple, but very powerful. So how do you make sure that you're not getting caught up in goals or work that you start basing your identity on that success. So whether it's the number of likes that you're getting or the number of blog post hits or the number of downloads on your podcast episodes, all of these things that you would amount to being success, basing your identity on them solely. Mm, That's a really interesting one. And I think too, it's so easy in to fall into comparison traps and, you know, comparing what you're doing and how far you're getting with a particular thing to others. Um, So, yeah, the first thing I do is try not to fall into that comparison trap. And then I find if I'm kind of just focusing on my own little lane and what what I'm setting out to achieve, then that's a good start because I'm not constantly yeah, looking at those things and thinking like, it's not enough, I need more, it needs to be this, it needs to be that. So I think that's the first thing. I think your frame of mind is really important when it comes to that. Um, And then I think in terms of it 
not defining who I am or that's my identity or yeah I don't know how I do that I just I think for me that's not really a priority for the daily pretty I think the priority is more as I mentioned before the value that we provide for our community Mm -hmm. Um, that's what's more important to me so if we do a blog post and say it only gets I know I'm just pulling a a number It, it might only get 50 hits or something like that um I would prefer that than if it got 200 hits um but if out of that 50 10 people took that away and went wow this has really made a difference whereas if there was 200 and no one kind of went away and implemented anything or it actually helped them so that's kind of how I I try and um look at things I guess in terms of the value that we're providing rather than the numbers, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I love the way that you look at that. It's such a healthier view on things, definitely. I mean, of course, we all we all do fall into that trap. It's not something, <laughs> you know, it's human nature, right? It's just part and parcel of being a human, but that's fine too. Like it's it's okay to have that little competitive streak or wanting to strive to do better mm-hmm. um, but I don't think that should be your overarching um, reason why you're doing what you're doing. Gotcha. Now what advice would you have for those starting a side hustle to set them up for success? I think the first thing would be just get clear as clear as you can um, on yeah what you're setting out to do um and why I think the why is really important um and then I think also stop waiting stop yeah stop thinking of reasons why you can't just start um I definitely did that I sort of kept saying oh we'll launch this week because of this reason oh I've got to push it back like just stop that you know obviously you need to have certain things in place to launch but um I definitely used to obsess over minute details that just weren't important. So just try and limit that um, and just go for it. And then in the early stages, definitely just don't be too hard on yourself. Just don't compare yourself to others. Just always come back to your why, why you're doing this, um, that kind of remember why you started and then yeah, enjoy the ride because each little stage that you experience generally is a one-off. So enjoy that startup phase. Enjoy that, you know, first six months and and relish in it and, and take it all in because once it happens and it passes, then you'll you'll very quickly be on to the next thing. <laughs> Such great advice, and that's so true. <laughs> you only get one first. First time at most things. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure you can relate to that as well. You've probably experienced yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so what advice would you have for connecting with other people through your business and creating collaborations? This one's a tough one for some people and reaching out and trying to create those collaborations between companies or brands. I think a big a big one with this is just ensuring that 
any collaborations that you do or people you work with or connections that you make, just make sure, again, you come back to your why and think about your community. Um, You know, is this something that would interest them? Is this going to benefit them? Um, And don't just, if something presents itself, don't necessarily do it just because it's there Um, because sometimes that could have a negative effect um, rather than a positive effect. Um, So, yeah, just be mindful of that when you when you are considering um, collabs for sure and I mean if you're pitching yourself then just have um, your language sorted and just um, make sure that it's it's true to your brand um, as well so there's no surprises for who you're trying to collab with they they know right from the start um, who you are and and what you do and what what the um the outcome is you know for the collaboration so on both sides you know um so just be clear and upfront and I think too in my experience again early in the early days I probably obsessed a little bit too much on things that weren't so important so just make sure that you're um you're concentrating on things that are actually important to your community and the company or person you're collaborating with. Um, And it's not about you and your business. It's about them and how you're serving them, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Now, do you have any organization hacks or tips that have worked well for you and your business that would maybe help others starting out as well? Um, I think, like I mentioned, the hour of power 100% helps keep me organized. Um, in terms of tools I use, definitely to-do list, pen, paper, as well as my Google spreadsheet calendar. Um, but then a big thing I also do is journaling. So, And it might only be a very short session every day, five minutes, ten minutes, um, or it might be longer depending on what's going on. And that's where, I don't know if you're familiar with journaling, it's pretty popular these days, Um, (laughs) but that just helps me clear my mind and helps me feel more focused if I'm actually, you know, reflecting on things. And that's when, you know, there's, there's lots of different ways you can do it. And I'd suggest maybe doing some research and just finding what's best for you in terms of how you journal or if it's just going to be a random, um, brain dump of things um Mm -hmm. but I think that helps because writing lists and that's all very technical if you will but you also need to make sure that you're looking after the other side of you so that you can feel fresh and um you know ready to tackle your day and then I think feeling more organized definitely comes from that that feeling yes definitely journaling is definitely something that I've struggled with and I've I've shared that many times I I just I didn't like the practice at all and I think it was because I was just not do I didn't find the right practice for myself so I finally went back to something that I had done many many years ago and it's not about writing down my feelings and all that stuff because that just didn't work for me for some reason Mm -hmm. Um, mine was more so writing down all the things that I want as if they're already in the present. So I'm like focusing 
on what my vision is, my goals are, and all that stuff. So there are different forms of journaling for everybody. So don't give up. If it, if you don't feel like it's working for you, try a different method, try a different journaling practice. Um, but it's definitely beneficial. And I definitely agree with you. It's something that really helps. Mm, absolutely. Now, with self-love, I would love to know what that means to you and what your practice looks like. Um, I think for me, I definitely love yoga. Um, for me, that's just something that helps me on so many different levels. Um, it helps me relax. It helps my body to feel better. And when I stretch out and lay on the mat and afterwards, that feeling of calm and relaxation and just switching off for 45 minutes and just focusing on your breath and moving your body. Um, in saying that, I when I say yoga, I do yin yoga, which is the very slow um, holding the poses for longer because that works for me best. Um, so that's definitely um, a big thing that I like to do. Um, other than that, I'm definitely a girly girl. Like I love face masks. I love doing, putting on, you know, doing my nails and mani-pedi, which I've become an expert at home doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, I definitely love putting in a hair treatment, like having a, having a little bit of a like at home beauty afternoon, um, while watching a show that I love. So yeah, I, I also find those little things are a good balance um, on the flip side. But even just going for a walk or having a coffee in the sun or just those little things that that tend to just make the biggest difference and just make you pause and feel grateful for what you have, I think is is a really good self-love practice. That's such great advice. So before we end our interview today, I have some rapid fire questions from the community that I'd love to shoot your way. Uh, The very very first one is, what is your favorite fun activity to do that helps you get back into a creative mindset? Um, (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I don't, oh, fun activity. Probably online shopping (laughs) I don't know if that's (laughs) actually a fun activity but um, I think it is yeah I think online shopping I'm just gonna go with that (laughs) all right (laughs) now what do you want to accomplish next in your business so you said that you have something coming up that involves writing on paper um, but what are what are your big aspirations for your business yeah, definitely. So the next thing where I'm working on is expanding our product range. So at the moment we have um, a, a couple of t-shirts um, on our online store. So we have one design and it's Empowered Women and Empower Women. Um, it's a beautiful co- organic cotton t-shirt. Um, so definitely expanding our um, t-shirt range for women who want something that's comfortable, functional, but with a little bit of a, a girl power message. Um, so, and we also have some cute downloadables on there as well, um, inspirational downloadables. Um, but yeah, that stage two is definitely expanding that the product range um, on our online store. Um, so that's the big focus for the rest of um, 2020. 
Amazing. I'm definitely going to keep my eye out for that. Definitely want to see what it is. (laughs) Yes, it's in progress. So stay tuned. (laughs) Amazing. Hmm. And the last question is, what is on your reading list right now? My reading list. Even podcast. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. These days I've been um, listening to podcasts a lot more than reading, which, Mm -hmm. yeah, it just, I think that's just what's working for me at the moment. Um, And I'm really just into business podcasts at the moment. Um, There's an Australian one by Mark Boris um, that I absolutely love because his, it's called The Mentor because he has, his range of guests is amazing Um, and he covers so many different topics. So that's what I've been listening to um, lately. Awesome. I'm definitely going to check that out. (laughs) Sounds really good. It's really good. And he's very like direct and tell this is how it is you know um yeah it's great I like that Mm. no fluff just tell me how it is yeah definitely Uh, so if anybody wants to learn more about you where can they connect with you where do you hang out the most um so definitely Instagram um so we have just the daily pretty is our main Instagram account and then we have our be the girl podcast account and you can find me over at um Haley tdp um, and then our website is the dailypretty.com and you can find be the girl podcast on all of your favorite yeah podcast channels awesome well thank you so much Haley, for taking the time to share your personal journey and giving us such wonderful advice on how we can rise above negative self-talk and go after our dreams you're so welcome thank you jessica for having me it's it's been great i've loved chatting with you i'm jessica and thanks for tuning in today to love unplugged the podcast If there are any questions or topics you'd love answered on the show, head on over to www.projectloveco.com and share your request with me. If you haven't yet, go to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share it with a loved one. Your feedback means the world to me and the community we've created is what fuels our discussions here. After all, this is all for you. Join me next time for another Unplugged Conversation.